Welcome to the Soap Bible Study Series from Oak Tree Community Church in South Bend, Indiana. We have uh, been spending our time in the book of Job for several sessions now, and this reading brings us to the midpoint of the book. We'll be in chapters 20 and 21. There are only 42 chapters, but uh, we feel like we're... Oh, it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> it is. It's, it's the movie ground. It's, it's just over and over again, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's we yeah. so yeah. Job had all this bad stuff happen, and what we're now in is this cycle of conversation, right? Yeah, and and, and it's odd, right? Because they keep saying the same thing. Yeah, and I and I do think that that's part of the point. <laughs> I haven't quite figured out why, <laughs> but um, but one of the things that that I. I think all of us can also realize is sometimes we've been Job and sometimes we've been the friends, mm-hmm. right? Certainly, you know, when when you get to be in a certain age, <laughs> bad things happen in, in life and things where you do question God. And, and even if you're not questioning God, you're going, God, help. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? yeah. Right. And the answers aren't very forthcoming. Right. So you try to talk to your friends and the friends are, well, you must have done something wrong, which <laughs> we see the three friends say. <laughs> no, they don't necessarily say that exactly. But when you've also been around friends that have had something tragic happen in their lives and you're around them and what, what the not that you think, you know, what did this person do wrong? Yeah. But what I'm also of no help. Caused it. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing There's nothing you can say. Words aren't right. helping, obviously. Your presence may or may not be helping. There's yeah. nothing you can do to fix it. Right. And, and so you feel, for one, as a, yeah, from and a, as a guy, you want to fix you wanna, it. There's not, you're, you feel lost because yep. you see somebody who you like or love is hurting and there's nothing you can do about it. And right. so then your brain starts going off in right. all sorts of Well, even of with this, these are maybe, I mean, they're definitely friends, but there's also a business associate Probably, in there yeah. too. So these guys, I'm sure, are also thinking, I, I got a business back here that, that you know, I got to go with. But, yeah. you know, how do we end this? How do we, how do we speed this up? Yeah. How, one of, gonna take? one of the interesting things about the book, and, and we've talked about this some time ago now when we started, but you know, so we don't know who wrote it. You know, Job wrote it, or yeah. or Moses wrote it. A lot of people think that Mo, this is one of the books of Moses, not the five, you know, the first five. But you know, he had this information, um, but it's not <clears throat> written quite like a historical narrative. I mean, you compare right. this to the life of Abraham or the life. This is. After the fact, it's reflection. It's okay. We're going to write it in such a way that it's almost like a drama, right? right. Now, did it happen this exact way? Probably not. They weren't using flowery language. There, I mean, this was a. Right. It was a whole lot more rough and tumble, um, which uh, I'm not sure. You know, obviously, God had chose to inspire it in this way, right? Right. So, what is it that that reading it in a almost like a, a tragedy, right? You know, like a Greek trage- tragedy. What makes that easier for generation after generation to connect with it than if it were a historical narrative where it's just like, well, this happened to a guy. Yeah. You know, on, it, on it August al- 3rd, this happened. Yeah, it, it almost right. it makes it 3D and sets it out where it can span generations. Yeah. 
So, yeah, it, it does. And I, I kind of feel like I'm one of the guys here now. So, you know, you care for Job. Um, you you want him to succeed. And, and he's not. And he just keeps talking. Right? <laughs> they both, they all keep talking. They all just keep talking, right? Yeah. So this week we're in chapters 20 and 21. And in chapter 20, um, we're on Zophar again. And this is the second. Yeah. Right? So there's, everybody gets three rounds. Uh, we're on the second round. <laughs> ding, yeah. ding. Yeah. Well, we're on the last guy of the second round. So so that, that part that part's good. Um, but Zophar keeps talking about the wicked do not win. Yeah. And and it's kind of an interesting question. Um and I you know, I know we agree and even Job agrees with that. Okay, I, I get it, but I'm not seeing it. Yeah. You know, in my in my life, all the wicked have done they won. Yeah. Yeah, why why do the wicked seem to keep getting ahead? Yeah. And here I am. I've done everything that I know was right. I've been trying to follow God's right. path, you know, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not over here, you know, knocked down. I've lost everything. And you Twice. tell me, yeah, <laughs> you tell me that the wicked are going to get what's coming to them. But I'm not seeing I'm it. I'm not seeing it. And, right. and Zophar comes from the perspective of history. Right? We see this again in chapter 4, sure, or verse 4 rather. Surely you know that it has been from old, ever since humankind was placed on the earth. We can just look back in history and we can see this is yeah. true. That's great, but that doesn't answer my question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And it seems like Zophar starts to backpedal just a little bit. As I was reading through this in verses 6 and 7, he's like, okay, okay, well, maybe they do grow large in this life, but eventually God will get to them. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. But you're still, Job but, says. But I'm in this life. I'm in right this now. now. This is my reality. Yeah. And, and, and like, I, winning. like I said a couple couple of times ago now, I don't remember exactly, but Job's wife seems to have un, uh, assumed his innocence and they are assuming his guilt. Right, I mean, they came into this right. thinking, "Well, you must well, be yeah, guilty," must, and right. nothing he has said has changed their mind. Well, okay, that's fine, but you're just being argumentative. You're guilty. Prove yeah. where I'm guilty. I can't, but you know, God knows, and obviously, He's smacking you around. That's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, and 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 that continues in the verse in the chapter twenty-one too, yep. uh, where Job says, "Guys, guys, just would would you listen to me?" and I mean, he's laying it on the table here. Yeah. And it's, look, the wicked are winning, and here's what I'm seeing in my life. Um, you know, if it wasn't true, why would the wicked even go on living? I mean, they shouldn't. Right. Why do they you still know? exist? If God is but, taking care of them, why are they But in fact, they're doing more than living. They're safe. Yep. They feel safe. They don't feel any fear. There's no yep. danger to them right. happening. If you're wicked... Uh, and gods are going around smiting people, you'd be worried, hey, I'm on the list. Right. They're not worried at all. No in fact, right. they're they're profiting and, yep. and continuing. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, and, and then he says, okay, answer me this. How often do you see the wicked suffer? Isn't that a great question? It's yeah. like you, you keep arguing from history. Oh, this is historically true. Fine. Just give me an example. Yeah, right. Just give me one yeah. example. Bob, Mike, John. <laughs> <laughs> None of them have, you know, they, they, they're living the high life. They're, you know, yeah. whatever. 
yeah. I think it's a great. I think it's a great pushback. Yeah, yeah it is. And, and and again, is it a perspective thing where somebody has you know the the all world perspective versus the uh, somebody's reality right now? But when you are hurting, that's the only thing you're thinking of is the is the now. Right. Yeah. Right. He he argues. He says, "Now I know what your next argument's going to be. Well, God saves up his his wrath and his judgment for for the for his children. You know, maybe the wicked gets the the wicked man gets away with it, but his children won't." And Job's like, "See, now you're just making stuff up." You know, I mean, it's like, you know, and which is actually it, it's interesting that he brings this up because in Ezekiel. God, which was years after, I mean, a long yeah. time after this, but in Ezekiel, God clearly says that a son, he he does not hold the sin against a, a father's sin against a child. He says, I don't work that way. And I wonder if maybe Ezekiel had this passage in, in mind, mind when when he heard God say that. God's like, I don't work that way. So aren't there generational curses, though? Well, there, there are not generational curses. There are generational consequences, consequences. Okay. I, I, but I'm, I'm really hesitant to use that yeah. term generational that is a better, curse. Okay. There are definitely generational consequences. I can, I can make decisions and I can do things in my life that hurt other people, my children, you, yep. uh, you know, whatever. And are, I can do things that can really screw up my family for generations, but it's not like there's a curse placed on my family. Any one of those people can say, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of this, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. Okay. So I think that's a good, a good, uh, you know, a good uh, question. Something that you know, it's possible that you or somebody you know has asked about generational curses versus consequences. And between Job and Ezekiel, I think we do have an answer there. So how about the question on do the wicked win, and why should we care? Right. Well, I know why I care. Why I care? Because right. well, I want justice. Yeah. Well, against other people, but yeah. not you know for me. Right. Yeah. I want right. grace. I want grace for me and <laughs> justice, for everybody, everybody justice else. for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's the way I want the world. Well, and that's really what what the the you know the passages in Job and Zophar are pushing back, or Job is pushing back, you know. And even Zophar backpedals a little bit. Well, eventually God mm-hmm. will take care of it. It reminded me of Psalm thirty-seven, and. Uh, I think this is one of those passages we can go to where when we have this, like you said, sometimes we're Job, sometimes we're the friends, right? You know, we wrestle with, well, why, why is my life so hard and my neighbor or my coworker who wants nothing to do with God, right. why does it look like their life is so easy? When people ask me that personally, my answer is, if you were the enemy, Let's say you're Satan, you're trying to deceive the world, you're trying to keep people from, you know, believing in Christ, following God. Wouldn't the easiest thing for you to do would just be make the life easy of everybody who doesn't follow God? Right. You know, it's not like right. it's not like God is around zapping people, or whatever, but it wouldn't I mean, there's no effort. There's no it's just like my life is fine. Why do I need a savior? Why do I need your God? I mean, in fact, frankly, your life sucks. You know, why yeah, would I want right. to be a part of that? I mean, it takes no effort on the enemy's part. Right. And if you take the opposite side of that coin, um, you would think that being a Christian, your life should be easy. Right? But 
that kind of defeats the purpose of grace and and needing a savior. Yep, and growing up in your faith and learning to trust and all the other stuff, right? Well, and also everybody would be a Christian because, you know, you get the the three thousand dollar bonus or whatever. Well and that's the and that's I mean from a spiritual perspective, Christians in the church have grown usually under persecution and have atrophied under I mean it's like when you lay in bed all the time your muscles die right right? christianity does the same thing if when christianity is legal and christianity is accepted that is the time that the church has the least power the least impact yeah there's no atheists and foxholes right yeah right so there's and we also want to remember that satan is called the god of this world he's the ruler of this age right so i mean it seems like it would make sense that those who are on his path are going to be easy and those who are against him he is going to make it harder it is going to be harder in this life yeah. psalm 37 yeah. says is a is a psalm the title is simply just says by david we don't know anything about it historically he just says don't fret when wicked men seem to succeed don't envy evil doers because they will quickly dry up like grass and wither away like plants it will happen we we know it we don't know when so his solution is three things. Trust in the Lord and do what's right. Settle in the land. Now, in his case, that was the land of Israel. Here we could say settle in to our, 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 our spiritual growth. It's, it's not a physical land for us because we know we're not long for this world. Right. But for Israel, they had a land. Um, and maintain your integrity. That's something we still can do. Um, then when you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. He will answer your prayers and he will actually give you what you should desire, right? Give you a desire for what's good and right. And he said, so commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will act. It's a completely different mindset. The, the, he starts with, uh, don't worry about what's going on over there. Worry about what you're so you focus on what you're supposed to focus on and let God take care of the details. Right. So that's a that's a trust, that's a faith factor that needs that needs to happen. Yep. Uh, meanwhile we need to learn more about God. Yep. So we understand uh directions that we should go and yep. and how we should act. Yeah. Yep. And I think I think Job knew that. I mean, Psalm 37 was written long after Job. Matthew 6, where Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worry of its own. Focus on, you know, you know, the kingdom of God now and his righteousness in your spiritual life. (coughs) Job knew all that, even though it wasn't written down yet, even though it wasn't scripture yet. And I think that's what he's trying to argue in the middle of these guys throwing these things at him. Yeah. Um, So be like Job. Yeah. Right. 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 We don't want to go through what Job went through, but at least we should try to maintain that worldview and that integrity and that character. I love that. Retain your integrity. Yeah. I mean, no matter what happens, because be very easy for Job not to, Yeah, you know, go on a rant. Um, I I know you see later that there's uh, you know, he does stumble. Yeah. uh, But for now with everything he's gone through, he hasn't. Yeah. And that's certainly certainly something to look look up to. Yeah. Okay, so we've been through two rounds so far. Yep. We have one more round uh, of the three guys, right? Yep. Yep. Next time we'll uh, come back to um, our good friend Eliphaz. 
Right. And uh, we'll hit the three guys one more time. And then we'll take a little bit of a left turn. And then a big turn. And then we'll wrap up the book. We're only halfway through. It's going to actually start getting good. All right. So we're, yeah, we're slogging through the we're middle right now. Through. Hopefully, hopefully this particular discussion has been helpful to you. You know, pointing out some of these things that, uh, you know, going outside of the book of Job and just sort of thinking at it more from a philosophical and theological standpoint. Um, If you have questions, we'd love to hear them. If you have comments, um, we'd love for you to share this with other people. People deal with this stuff all the time, and uh, we have answers because we, we trust God. We have the scriptures, and you can pass this along to someone who needs this help. Otherwise, we'll see you back for round three yeah. next time. Man, bye, everybody.